0: Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Hey, Kathy. How are you today? Good. How are you, Vicki? Oh, I am so excited for our guest today. Me too. So our guest is Shama Amaline. Um, she is the chief operating officer at THINX, which is T-H-I-N-X, and um, she's in charge of the CSR program there. And I bet people are wondering, what is Thinks? Well, Thinks is a company that created period-proof underwear that work. Just check out the reviews page on their website. The reviews go on and on and on about their comfort and their sustainability and just kind of proves how skepticism has turned into fanaticism. Uh, I know we both heard about things together at a conference. Do you remember that? I do. And we were both in awe, and admittedly a little skeptical ourselves, but I got them for Christmas presents for the women family members in my life, and we are all completely on board. In fact, my oldest daughter asked for more for Christmas this year, and I made my purchase on the way over here today. Awesome. Yes. So I can't wait for our listeners to hear about how this company's unique product, unique brand, and unique impact is disrupting the industry with its continued expansion. So, hello, Shama. Hi. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Thanks very much for having me. Oh, we're so excited. I I know that a lot of people have been uh, talking about things, and I'm excited to to talk with you about lots of different things. Um, One of the first things I want to say is I love how you guys Take the brand, and you just go with it, and
1: you are—it's really out there. Your marketing, <laughs> um, yeah, that's you know that's a key part of our um, of our mission and our message is to really try to break the taboo around uh, this topic of periods. For example, we uh, you know last year, or rather two years ago, launched a subway campaign where um, we wanted to have our tagline. Uh, in the subways. And our tagline is underwear for women with periods. And, uh, you know, the the MTA came back to us and said, you know, we can't we can't publish this copy as is. Unbelievable. Um, and really, it was only the word period uh, that was that they found uh, potentially offensive uh, to writers. Um, we managed to uh, to fight it off with the MTA and and got the word uh, out there, um, and that has been you know uh, um, the you know talking about periods loud and proud and normalizing uh, normalizing this subject is is a huge part of our mission.
2: Yeah, no, and I agree. the The ads that you have are just fantastic. My feeds are always kind of full of them. So. Um, as a fan Mm -hmm. and follower of yours so that's that's great and obviously as females that's something that is um, really refreshing to hear hear somebody just talk about things that happen every day so that's great can you talk a little bit about how you guys got interested in CSR and what it means to you and thinks how do you guys define corporate social responsibility
1: yeah absolutely so you know, for us, we, we really think about our, our impact holistically. Um, so we don't see, you know, we, it's, it's less uh, CSR and it's more sort of our responsibility to give mm-hmm. back. Um, and, uh, you know, we understand that um, society is a subset of the environment and anything you do in one domain directly impacts the other. So we try to take this sort of very holistic social and environmental, uh, understanding social and environmental impact uh, and what we can do to um, uh, to improve both of those factors so um, you know we started off with uh, with a um, a partnership with an organization called Afropads based out of uh, Uganda and this was you know you mentioned this earlier when you when you uh, introduced um, introduced the brand but there are three key pillars to this company. Uh, one is the brand and our voice. Um, and we talked a little bit about kind of how we uh, try to sort of stay true to the brand and stay tr- uh, authentic to ourselves uh, through, our, um, uh, through our brand marketing. Um, the second is the, the unique product. And the third piece is, this, uh, is, is our mission uh, and our impact. And this has always been, right from the inception of the brand, uh, a critical and integral part of the business. Um, Basically, it's the reason we're all working for this company. So when we launched the brand, we um, were were looking for partners um, that would help us advance the mission internationally. Um so uh we found an organization called Afropads based out of Uganda, and what we liked about them was that they were employing local women to produce washable reusable cloth pads uh for girls in uganda um and we uh we looked at their model uh and and you know we 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 um stri- struck a partnership with them such that we would fund the production of the washable, reusable cloth pads, but uh, not give them for free. Um, And the idea was, you know, uh, sort of thinking a little bit of the the TOMS model and and some of the uh, early, you know, the flaws earlier on with the TOMS model, you know, when you give something away, um, are you really helping the local economy? Um, And so by funding uh, the production of the pads it made them more affordable for the girls. so that's how we started our give back. Um, and as we uh, as we sort of matured in that partnership, we found that there there was a much much larger issue than just accessibility to cl- uh, pads. Now the reason we even started that partnership was because we realized that You know, women and girls in other parts of the world, um, you know, in some parts of the world, 40% of women and girls were dropping out of school because they didn't have uh, the tools to manage their period. And so as the program matured, we realized that, you know, accessibility was just a small part of a much larger issue. Uh, That issue being, um, you know, having a safe space to, to talk about your body and to learn about your body. Um, so really this idea of education around menstrual uh, and reproductive health and rights. Um, so what we decided to do this year, 2017, was to launch um, uh, our own sort of girls' clubs um, where we, um, we uh, designed a, a, an activity-based education curriculum around uh, sexual and reproductive health and rights. Uh, with the help of um, uh, you know various uh, healthcare educators, health educators, um, and uh, we launched that uh, pilot program uh, this year actually towards the end of this year. Um, and so far, it's been uh, you know we launched it here domestically, and uh, it has been um, it's been a great success so far.
0: What is the total market value for products
1: in in this area so um this the industry the femcare industry uh, is regarded as an 18 billion dollar industry wow
0: okay yeah it's just such a unique product for our listeners who might not be aware of of exactly what things are can you just quickly tell um you know how they work and and, and probably uh, in, in doing so, maybe demystify the the fear of thinking that you know that there's no way this could work.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, it's which I hear all the time. All the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> how could that? How could that work? That sounds. We often we get you know. How does that work? That sounds a little gross to me. Um, And so that has been, you know, it's been a challenge to try to um, educate uh, customers on, uh, you know, this idea of of bleeding into your underwear. So the way it works is you've got, um, it's not like sitting in your own blood. The reason is you've got three layers of technology in the underwear. So the first is a uh, moisture wicking uh, layer. Um, So it's moisture wicking with an antibacterial application on it. Um, so the moisture wicking component allows you to feel dry all day long. You then go into the next layer, which is an absorbent layer. So that'll uh, once it goes through the moisture wicking layer it gets absorbed, and then the final layer of protection is the uh, um, is a polyurethane barrier layer. Um, so, that is the layer that prevents the blood from going onto the other side of the underwear. The last layer forms the uh, outer sort of structural component. So, it's not a technology layer, it's an aesthetic layer.
0: Yeah. Um, and, then,
1: and then you just. I hope that, that. Sorry, go ahead. No,
0: no, I was just going to say. And then you just wash them and they're good to go again. And the, exactly. the impact on the environment is just. It's just why wouldn't people use these? I mean, but right. th- and the cost savings a- alone, you know.
1: Exactly. So if you think about it, it's, you know, think about the number of pairs of underwear that you have thrown out because, you know, you've leaked in them. Um, mm-hmm. You've leaked through your tampon or you've leaked on the side of your pad or whatever, and you've ruined your underwear. Um, so you've had to throw your underwear away. Um, or you wash it and you have all the stained underwear that you wear only when you have your period. <laughs> um so, instead of uh, instead of having that, you've now got this uh, underwear that looks and feels like regular underwear that um that actually has elements of it that you know can be considered quite pretty and sexy, we think. <laughs> and um you know, like you mentioned, if you take the cost of this over time, um it is definitely more cost-beneficial to have, and certainly much, much better for the environment, um, to use a reusable product like this than to be buying disposables every single month. Um, You think about, you know, if you buy a pack of tampons on your period, you're buying, you're using, you know, most people are using the full pack of tampons uh, for one period. Um, And you think about that impact um, on the environment over an extended period of time. Um, you know, here in the U.S. alone, 20 billion tampon applicators, plastic tampon applicators, and pads with plastic components in it get thrown into landfill every single year. That's crazy. And again, because it's a taboo subject, it isn't that it, it isn't really researched.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, and I would imagine with an 18 billion dollar market. You guys are sort of a disruptor. How has that been? How have you found that in terms of um, gaining customers as well as uh, the
1: competition? So initially, it was uh, you know because we had a brand new concept that we were bringing to market. Our uh, our, our sort of earlier adop- adopter customers were thrilled to try it out, um, and now we're at the stage where we're you know trying to convince. Uh, more the earlier early majority customers, and um, that takes a little bit more work. Um, there, we need to to spend time uh, really educating and teaching our customers why uh, this is a better proposition than than the existing solutions. Sorry, what was the? Oh, just uh, just yeah, just the second part of the question.
2: How have you found um, the competition? Because I mean, obviously, you guys are a disruptor. You're coming in with sort Mm -hmm. of a brand
1: new thing. Yeah. So um, we initially, when we when we started, there was very limited competition, and now we're we're seeing um, far more companies uh, coming in that are also very very small. Uh, but uh, one, uh, there are more brands uh, here domestically, uh, and two, there are quite a few brands internationally that are providing period underwear. Um, so what we love about that is the fact that there is now a new solution in the market that is uh, getting um, that people are excited about. Uh, and if you compare this to uh, you know, five years ago, uh, there really were only three solutions for mar- managing your period. It was you either wore a ta- pad or you wore a tampon or you wore a menstrual cup. Um, and the latest of those inventions happened in the 30s. Mm. Wow. So, so you know, we think it's great that, you know, there are, there, uh, are competitors out there that are um, that are making a, a period underwear um, of, of varying capacities, um, and we also think there are new solutions out there that that you know uh, we haven't we haven't thought of yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea here is that we start thinking about um, innovations in the space, um, uh, so that we don't have this you know uh, gap of uh, from from the '30s to the uh, to the '2000s right. where we have no innovations at all.
2: Yeah. Well, I know when we talked before that you described the company as a reusable product. Um, I mean, that was sort of your lead, and I think that's really – I haven't necessarily heard you say that today, but I think that um, the story behind it is so interesting, but it is uh, also really important to remember that that's how you all define your company.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there are, you know, like I said, the, with with some of the competitors that are coming out, there again, um, many of them are a little smaller. Um, but that's not to say that you know uh, there there isn't um, space in the market for them. That's um, the the reusable companies that are again, you know, going back to my previous point, we want there to be more reusables mm-hmm. um, in the market. Um, We basically want this industry to, uh, we wanna change the impact of this industry on the planet.
0: Yeah. You know, these days, girls girls are starting their period so much younger than when I was a young lady. And I know that with the Global Girls Clubs, you're really targeting those probably nine to 13 year olds, but your marketing clearly isn't to a 9- to 13-year-old. So, and this just occurred to me, are you, are is your target market really the parents of the 9- to 13-year-olds?
1: So our target market, um, you mean for the girls' club? Well, or, no, for
0: the, for really, you know, like the, your website, which is shethinks.com. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I know yeah. that's your target market with the with your social initiatives uh, that yeah. y- you mentioned, but for your marketing, it, it must be, for for the parents of those girls
1: it's actually for our not necessarily just for the the parents of those girls maybe um, uh, consumers but um, it, it's really our target market is you know 20 uh, from 20 to 35 and it's it's these uh, it's basically any woman who has a period and wants a better experience um, so it's not, uh, you're right, we're not talking to the younger age group, but we also don't yet have a product for the younger age group. Um, our products are, are marketed towards, uh, are made for and marketed towards um, towards adult women.
0: Mm-hmm. My 13-year-old um, uses them, though. I mean, you know, she, she absolutely. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I know, I know. 13 and 19-year-old uh so their life would be oh, different without them for great sure to hear that <laughs> so
2: one of the questions that we always ask is um, would you say from your organizational things perspective that your involvement in CSR is by default or by design?
1: I think for us it is um, I would say it's it's by uh, it's sort of a combination of both but um, primarily by uh, Design in that we, uh, right from the get-go, right from the inception of of, of the brand, we wanted to make sure that um, we were fighting the good fight with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we designed it into our into our core business.
0: Yeah, when we talked before, you you kind of said it was both as well, and it, it took you a little while to to really establish what your answer was but i think that Mm. i think that that's a great combination when it's by default and by design you know um it it's clearly from the you know from the heart and from and shows that flexibility right and the the kind of a real
2: bent towards sustainability uh, ongoing learning right which is great yeah
0: Shama, what kind of advice would you give to anyone listening that um, either wanted to expand their CSR program or, uh, you know, just have a better framework for how to move forward with um, the impact that they as a a company have?
1: I think authenticity and genuine intent um, is really important um, in order to have a successful CSR program. you can't sort of the old way of uh, you know doing CSR for the sake of marketing or uh, for the sake of sort of doing good um, isn't d- doesn't work anymore and doesn't doesn't resonate with uh, with consumers anymore and it also you know it it just feels it feels like greenwashing a little bit. So uh, the advice would be you know really think about a cause that um, the company. Uh, can um, a cause that the company can can um, contribute towards, um, and, and that is aligned with the company's mission and values, um, and be authentic about that.
2: I think that that's that's really good advice. Where can listeners find you and/or follow? thinks? I know we talked about Wwwshethinks with an xcom
1: That's right. That's the website. We're at SheThinks.com, and you can always uh, find more information on the website about our products. If you want to reach out, if you'd like to reach out and ask specific questions about the product, about the technology, um, you can absolutely do that with our um, wonderful customer customer experience team. They'll get back to you right away.
0: Okay. Are you on? Where can we find you on
1: social media? Um, You can find us on Facebook. You can find us uh, on Twitter at SheThinks. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram as well. Okay. And
0: for all you men that are listening, you should consider uh, looking into this for your uh, sisters and uh, friends and 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 family members for sure, because it's really revolutionized my my family's life. So thank you, Shama, <laughs> for coming on today and for sharing a little bit about, Uh, thanks and um, your role there. We really appreciate that. Yeah, it's so exciting. So thank you for taking time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Soce, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com.
2: Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Taking Care in Biz. That's Taking Care in B-I-Z. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at
0: Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take, take care, care in, in business. business.